You're listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Welcome to the PharmD Money Podcast, where certified financial planner Derek Delaney brings financial education and observation to help pharmacists navigate their most important financial questions. Welcome in PharmD Nation to episode number 67 of the PharmD Money Podcast. I am your host, Derek Delaney. Thank you all for joining me today. I hope everybody out there listening is having a fantastic day. You know, one of the one of the biggest advantages of being a baby boomer right now, or somebody maybe who's on the verge of being a baby boomer, or people who are younger but work for a very well-run organization, is that they might have a pension or some sort of guaranteed income stream. For teachers, that could be a TRA. For many other people who work in the public sector, it could be something like a traditional pension. And why is a pension such an important investment product for somebody, specifically for those who have a goal of retirement at some point? Well, the big reason why pensions are so valuable is because they provide guaranteed income for the rest of your life. And if you set it up the right way, and if you want to set it up this way, it could also provide income for the life of another individual as well, like your spouse. So pensions aren't too hard to understand. Essentially, if you work for an organization long enough, over the course of your time working there, on your behalf, an account is funded, and that account is used to pay out money to you upon your retirement for the rest of your life. You don't get to control how the money's managed. You don't get to control what type of amount of money goes into the account. But all you have to do is worry about meeting the requirements in order to start receiving that pension income. And when you retire, you get to start receiving that and all the investment risk or longevity risk that is associated with retirement kind of goes out the window when you have a product like that. Now, those who don't have a pension but like the idea of a pension create their own through annuity income. So I see that often as well is you don't have a pension but you have a big pile of money. You shave off a little bit of money from your overall nest egg and you give it to an insurance company. In return, that insurance company is able to pay you a steady stream of income for the rest of your life. But pensions can be a little bit more confusing and there's some planning that goes along with making sure you're doing the very best thing with your pension, considering everything. And one of the big things people want to make sure they do is they want to make sure they maximize the value of that pension. So in this podcast episode, we're going to talk today about using life insurance to maximize a pension payout for not only you, but for your spouse if you anticipate your spouse having need for that income after you pass away. So to start, we're going to rewind really quick and just talk about in the beginning, when it comes time to turn on your pension, you usually get the option to determine whether you want to take the pension over just your life or you want that pension to pay out over your life and your spouse's life. So let's just say you get three years into retirement, you get hit by a bus. If you just choose to have that pension paid over your life, after you pass away, it turns off and it's over. That means any surviving spouse that is left will not receive a single dime off of that pension because you are now not alive. But you could 
choose to have a surviving spouse have a payout of that pension amount, whether that's 50%, 75%, or 100% of the amount after you go, as a sort of insurance that if you don't live very long, at least you know your surviving spouse isn't going to be left out in the cold, not receiving any income. Now, the higher amount your spouse receives after you pass, the lower amount your initial payout is going to be while you're alive. Because if the pension company is going to be on the hook to provide a single amount for you and then a single amount which is the same for your spouse after you pass away, they're not going to be able to provide you as much money up front as as they would be if they were only paying out over the course of your life. So that leads a lot of people to have to make a really, really important decision. Do I cut down the lifetime earnings or income possibility for myself just to protect the smaller chance of me passing away early and making sure that my surviving spouse has that pension available for them as well. Because no one expects to, unless you have some sort of illness, no one expects to not live for a while in retirement, specifically if you feel healthy and you have longevity in your family history. So a lot of people are very, very... um, attracted to the option of 100% payout to them and nothing to their spouse after they pass because they're going to get the most money up front. That income stream that they're going to start receiving is going to be largest if the pension provider doesn't have to worry about paying any more money after you go. But that leaves you in a precarious situation because what if the small probability happens where you do die early in retirement And then all of a sudden that pension, which was going to be the primary source of income for you and your spouse in retirement, is now just gone. Well, this is where pension maximization comes in, where people end up using life insurance to make sure that that gap of that pension going away is filled for the surviving spouse without actually choosing a survivor option as the pension, as one of the pension payouts. So let's just assume that you have a pension and the pension's going to pay you $1,000 every single month for the rest of your life until you die. But when you die, your surviving spouse is not going to get anything. But let's just say that you want your surviving spouse to be covered. Well, you could do a survival benefit of 100%, we'll say. So that means that instead of getting $1,000 a month, you can actually take less, which is about $650 every month for the rest of your life. And then when you pass away, your spouse will get 650 for the remainder of their life as well. So they're covered, but you're taking a $350 a month haircut because you could have had a thousand, but now you're only taking 650. So that surviving spouse is guaranteed to have a stream of income via that pension after you pass. Well, pension maximization is taking that thousand dollars with no survival benefit in trying to figure out, can you take less than 350 from that thousand and go out and buy life insurance on yourself? And if you pass away, will that life insurance be enough to cover or exceed what that 650 survival benefit would have been for the spouse? So you keep that thousand dollars, and instead of going down to 650 with a survival benefit, you keep that thousand. You take 250 every month of that thousand dollars, which means now you have 750 you get to keep, and then that 250 goes into a premium payment of life insurance. 
and let's just say that buys you $200,000 worth of life insurance, and this is, I'm just making numbers up here, so I don't know if $200,000 of life insurance is going to be able to be purchased with only $250 of premium, but this is just to prove a point. You take that $200,000 of life insurance now, and when you pass away, your surviving spouse gets $200,000 lump sum tax-free money instead of the $650 a month ongoing if that survival benefit would have been put in place, can you generate $650 a month off of that $200,000 tax-free lump sum safely for the remainder of that surviving spouse's life? Well, maybe you can, maybe you can't, depending on age, health, and a lot of other factors, but that's basically the essence of the pension maximization option that people can explore with life insurance. Now, there are a couple things you're going to want to have to make sure are actually in place in order for you to even move forward with an idea like this. And one of those is, are you healthy enough to get life insurance? And two, are you young enough where life insurance isn't going to cost you a tremendous amount of money? So pension maximization with life insurance after retirement could be something you may want to explore and look into to see if it could be a cheaper and more profitable long-term solution for your spouse than you just taking a spouse's survival benefit when you turn on your pension, therefore guaranteeing a lower income payout for you for the rest of your life just so your spouse has something after you pass away. So if you find yourself lucky enough to have a pension and you're going to be turning it on in the next five to 10 years and it's a very big part of your retirement plan from an income standpoint, you may want to spend a little bit of time exploring pension maximization strategies to see if you can squeeze every bit of value out of that pension once you turn it on as you possibly can, not only for yourself, but for your spouse as well. If you're interested in learning more about the podcast, myself, or FarmDFP, feel free to visit the website at farmdfp.com. If there are any topics you'd like me to discuss, email podcast at farmdfp.com and let me know what you'd like to hear me talk about next. Until then, FarmD Nation, happy planning. The FarmD Money Podcast is not intended to be tax, legal, or investment advice. All opinions expressed on the show are for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for tax, legal, or investment advice.